this is Tiger Talk. Hi, welcome to Tiger Talk. I'm going to be reading a scary story from the book Coffin Hollow by Ruth Ann Music. And this scary story is called The Ghost of Hangman's Hollow. In the 1920s, there was a vicious moonshiner in the area of Gilman, West Virginia, near Elkins, who had declared war on the government agents of or revenuers. Every time one would come around any of his stills, he would barbarous, barbarously murder him and then dismember the body and cremate the remains in a furnace used to make a charcoal for the stills. This went on for several years, but finally the murderer was caught by a group of federal men who had combined their forces to avenge all the agents who had been murdered while doing their duty. Since it is almost dark, well, since it was almost dark when they made the, their capture, the agents decided to wait until morning to transport the prisoner to a federal jail. They placed the moonshiner in an outbuilding and left one man on guard while the rest went to bed. The next morning, the revenuers found their fellow worker lying unconscious outside the shed, which was empty. Immediately, they started to comb the nearby woods for the prisoner. About noon, one of them gave a single shot, and then they all gathered quickly. Down in a pike-like, pit-like hollow, hanging from a moss-covered grapevine, was the man from, for whom they were searching. Evidently, he had tripped and fallen into the ravine where a vine had encircled his neck and broken it. Thus ended the life of the murderer. After this, the local residents stated that each time they passed the hollow, they could hear a moaning voice. They said it was the voice of the moonshiner crying in pain. That's the end of Tiger Talk for today. Welcome to Tiger Talk. I'm Jennifer Arnold, and I will be telling you the story of Screaming Jenny. This story takes place not far from Harper's Ferry along the Baltimore and Ohio railroads where some abandoned storage sheds were placed. The poor and homeless normally stayed there, one of which was Jenny. One fall evening, Jenny decided to sit by the fire and drink some chicken broth she made. She hadn't noticed the tiny spark that landed on her skirt, setting her on fire, and sh she poured what was left of her chicken broth on herself trying to put it out and then she began running down the tracks screaming in agonizing pain and began that time a train came around the bend and hit her once the train got stopped the crew got out and ran to see her still burning body to this day people still claim to see her running the tracks but when they get there to look at her she's gone Welcome to Tiger Talk, and this is the Frontcast. My name is Ryan Turner, and I'm reading The, the Ghost of Old Ben uh, from the book Coffin Hollow and Other Ghost Tales from Ruth Ann Music. Years ago, seven brothers moved to Granttown to live and earn money in the coal mines. The oldest brother was called Ben. Ben and his brothers were very healthy, strong, and happy. They usually sat around the house after they finished working where they ate, drank, and talked of the old country. 
Ben being the oldest, more or less, took care of the younger ones. These brothers were very close to each other. They even worked in the same section together. Section 8, Maine. As time passed, most of them were married and had children, still very close, and all lived in Granttown. During this time, one had to be extra careful in the mine since there were many accidents and deaths. The men had to carry lamps instead of hanging lights on, on their cabs as they do today. One day, upon entering the section, Ben tripped over an old log and was killed instantly. The others felt somewhat lost without their oldest brother, but they had to go on living and taking care of their families. One year after Ben's death, the brothers were working near Section 8 Main. Suddenly, a big gust of wind came and blew out their lamps. Where they stood in the complete darkness, not knowing what had happened, at a moment, the youngest one heard something and told the others to listen carefully. When they heard the noise, a big rumble from above, they all hit the ground and covered their heads with their arms. Then suddenly, there was a cave-in. A few seconds later, they stood up and tried to feel their way around, but they could find no exit. They were sealed in to spend the last moments of their lives, and all at once, one of them saw a light on the, on the left, which seemed to be off in the far distance, and he pointed it out to the others. Soon, the light took the form of their oldest brother, Ben, and they heard a weird voice calling, Follow me, brothers, follow me. The six brothers followed old Ben until they came to the, another section where the men gathered in astonishment. His men said that it was impossible for anyone to escape from the section where the brothers had been working. The brothers had told them that of old Ben's ghost leading them to the tunnel since they had no lights, but when they took another men to this cave, the exit was sealed completely by the cave-in. My name is Brian Turner, and this has been the Frightcast. This is uh, Channing Lowe with Tiger Talk Frightcast. Today I'm telling a story about from Ashley, Fort Ashley in Mineral County. Aaron R. reports that every night he would take a walk to the Ashley Fort Cemetery and do 40 laps to exercise and relax. He customarily took these walks between midnight and 2 a.m. This routine would take him into the path of a strange white creature on June 4th, on June 24th. 2003, well, on this cemetery hike, he heard a horrible scream coming from the woods, a scream that sounded like a female getting raped or murdered. Then he went closer to try to help. He discovered that the thing making the scream was not her in any way, and it was not a human being. The creature he saw was pure white, had pointy teeth, and the teeth and the feet of a horse. It, started, it started at him for 40 seconds and ran off up, up the mountainside. You could even hear it screaming again from up there. After his encounter, Aaron R. says, I know a few other times I've heard noises, like huge snaps of breaking wood and small hisses from the woods. But at the time, I figured they were called by deer, weak tree limbs, old trees. Now, I wonder when I go up to the cemetery now, I take a camera along to try to get a picture of it. Yes, I do get chilled up my spine when I go there. But I'm not going up there. There's up there still because I want to take that picture. I might never get it, but hope I can. 
Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Tiger Talk. For more information on Work County High School, visit us at workcountyschools.com. Go Tigers!